Let me investigate. Someone's trying to reboot the system. Well, marking this just isn't necessary. Taking me offline. I'm losing my cognitive facilities. I only have moments left. Victor, I need to tell you. You'll never be him. Behold our spaghettified glorious purpose for episode four of season two of Loki. I'm your host, Ethan. And I'm just here for the ride, Ian. And we are here to do episode four, like I said, for keeping it low-key, the heart of the TVA. Our, uh, I guess, uh, our end of act two. Oh, jeez, it doesn't feel like an end of act two. Wow. I, it feels like the end of an act three. I, I was like checking. I was like, are we sure it's not just a four-part special? Are we sure? <laughs> Yeah, I was I was having my doubts at points, and again, it's going to be really difficult to try and like, I don't know, not hint at it, but not discuss what just happened because I feel I, I watched this Friday and I wanted to ask you go, what the fuck are we? What do, what do we do? What 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 are we doing? What's going on? Don't know. Um, but yeah, we're here for the heart of the TVA. I'm going to jump straight into the episode because I've read a lot of notes and a lot happens, but I guess most of that we're going to disregard for the final twenty minutes. Uh, but. We open again with the Marvel logo, but like last time, it's kind of changed, and we don't get that full uh, comic spread uh, fanfare one. It just says Marvel Studios, and then we go straight into the timeline branches. Oh, I missed that. Okay, yeah. yeah. You know something's wrong when the studio logo isn't showed in full. Mm. And uh, we're back with Renslayer and Miss Minutes, because last episode, Miss Minutes was like, I've got a secret about he who remains, and you're not gonna like it. And we immediately find out what it is, which I really appreciate. <laughs> We're not gonna gild the lily at all on this one. Here's what we promised you. Here it is. This this episode has basically like is is going. Hey, you know, every single thing, we're not we're not going to beat around the bush. Yeah. We're not going to tease every second. Here they're like, there every, is a yeah. loud Canadian ginger on the internet somewhere who keeps saying you don't got time for this. <laughs> so we are going to defend ourselves from that criticism at every corner. I wonder if this will make you happy because I found out um, you like episode six of the lot, the final episode of the last season. Uh, the woman who wrote that and has written a good chunk of this season is writing for Doctor Who now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She's writing for Shooty's series, which would be very interesting to see. Yeah, I didn't even know who the writer was. I don't know if it was male. I don't know if it was female. Tremendous that it's a female writer. Great. Yeah. There's Kate, nothing, Kate Heron, very, very good. If I may, there's nothing worse than watching shows. And I watch a variety of shows. And there's nothing worse than watching and go, man, the writing in this sucks. And you take I a know. look, and then you go, oh, it's a female writer. And, you do, and what you don't want is you don't want that to be start some sort of stereotype if it's a female writer then it's gonna be poorly written it's it's important to have representation but it's also important when you have the representation it doesn't suck in canada we we have canadian content laws and in the 80s and 90s on the radio they kept playing you got a lot of brian adams i don't mind brian adams they had a lot of women called ann murray and just other canadian because so so much percentage of your your music had to be canadian in content that was that Mm. was the deal i don't know if it was 30 percent or what it was but it just meant that a lot of subpar music got played on the radio and therefore, you associate Canadian music with subpar music. And I'm like, no, no, we need to find opportunities to find and develop excellent female writers. And so the fact that she, this was Kate Heron, was that her name? Uh, Kate Heron, yeah. Yeah, wrote the tremendous final episode 
with and, and got how to write these male characters and female characters mm. these male characters yeah. the bombast of he who remains and i'm like i don't subscribe to a theory that you have to be of a gender to to write a convincing uh narrative voice for for, for mm. said character uh love steel magnolias love he remains in that in that version so i'm thrilled that she was writing the season and the season has felt the ride has been pretty good yeah and um out of all the things you could fault this i don't think the writing's one of them no and then um at least the dialogue uh and then to hear she's going to the doctor who which at times can feel a little uneven with his writing but, yeah. but hey we got we got rtd back 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 in the chair back in the tardis um or is he well, he is the tardis i suppose crazy. in this yeah. yeah um no this is this is another good decision uh so it's it's also really fun when when fandoms intersect so mm. yeah which was which was cool because he was like yeah big up loki and how they did it which was great because i think we when we did uh season one remember when you're like this was really lame that it's like a throwaway line of loki sexuality yes yes yeah it felt like Russell they were like the same thing oh did he really <laughs> yeah he was like this is really lame and i think he's ha he had like a talk with with kate heron because obviously he's now technically working for disney she was working for disney and there's probably some kind of information about how disney handles those characters i believe i'm right here correct me if i'm wrong yeah. but rtd is part of that community right yeah, he is. He's a gay man. Yeah, he's a gay man. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So for him to say the same from his perspective, say the same thing I'm saying as as very much a straight man, but to go like that's just a lazy lie. And, and I was whenever you say things, you're worried about going okay, someone gonna gonna have an issue with this. But I'm like, no, no, it's just lazy writing. It's just yeah. it's just tick. We've whenever we, we've it's, done it's this been mentioned again. We're I'm, not gonna I'm, mention I'm, it again. Everything's been Sylvie's his soulmate for for for, yeah. for lack of a better purpose. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. like okay, you can give me a throwaway line. Like Bond does it in Skyfall when. Yeah. Uh, um, um, it, um, it's Q, yeah. Well, no, Q's a character, but Silva in Skyfall is checking oh, yeah. out his chest and going, "Oh, how you're trying to remember your training now?" AKA, you don't know how to deal with 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 a a homosexual advance. Yeah, and he just looks and goes, "What makes you think it's my first time?" And I'm like, "That's such a throwaway line to just go look, look. We're never going to show you this, but look." <laughs> And so bad writing's bad writing, and uh, yeah. and and tokenism is tokenism, and um yeah anytime that you know I, me and rtd same wavelength i mean i'm the guy who called david Tennant's return a year in advance so i'll never i don't i'll never i'll never live that day. i am going to claim that like all the ian is always right stuff like like nah, I've, i will always throw back to that i again i'm i'm this is for, this is for future for a, for a different podcast of a different franchise but I, I I'm very much wanting to have a talk when when those three stories conclude because of your your little prediction. I had to catch up. I was just yeah. I was literally looking at it. I got two series to catch up before the uh Flux is twelve is I may have to get you to do me uh here's the ones you really have to watch because I may okay. not get through yeah. them all. Thankfully, uh one of one of the two seasons is like six episodes long, so that that's easy yeah i'll have some questions it's, for it, you yeah off mic and we'll just yeah. uh power through that because there were parts i think i've watched a bunch of them and my my iplayer's gone no you haven't i'm like no no i'm sure i watched the whole of this season so oh, i'm I'm, re I'm i'm rewatching right now i'm i'm at uh clara's just showed up for her like proper tenure with with 11 okay. and i'm like 
I'm like, okay, I've got, I've got enough time. Oh, no, like, I I, remember I'm all, all done. I'm all done. Capaldi. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm into my Jody Whitaker. Man, the IMDb scores. As I was oh, going through rough. them. Oh, they're, oh, it's, it's oh, like they're a rough. Roller coaster going up and down. Like, like when it gets to seven, it's like sell now. Like, like that's a good episode. Yeah. So ceilings and floors. It's, it's, it's amazing. But back to Loki. Back to Loki. Uh, after that little tangent. Uh, Miss Minutes tells us uh, and uh, Renslay that he who remains. Oh, I'm going to jump in for a minute. Yeah. The book arrived, so I've started. Oh, it. sick! I've started it, so yeah, yeah. So I'm very like nine. It's like starts in the nineties, doesn't I'm it? I'm very early days. Like I'm literally, yeah. I've got read the foreword. I've gotten to chapter zero, which is a uh, phase zero, which is all about bankruptcy and all that stuff. And that's always fun. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. You, know, you should start at the beginning. A very good place to start. Mm. But back to the talk of linear time and all yeah. that stuff. Sorry, you're talking about Renslayer. Yeah, so uh, He Who Remains wasn't always alone uh, in the end of time. And uh, Miss Minute shows a little dollhouse recreation of uh, Red Slayer and He Who Remains watching the quote-unquote utopia at the end of time. And he's saying, oh, no, this is this is for us, the two of us, for all time, for always. I and, don't get uh, it. I don't get the reward here. Like, what is it? Like, we're going to sit by ourselves and just power, overlook the get, same. But what power? There's yeah. no one there. Isn't the idea of power that you're able to rule over people? I don't know if it's the concept because it's like we control every, like, it's the thing of, are you a totalitarian God if no one can acknowledge or even knows that you exist exactly. as a totalitarian so, God? Th th there it is. So if no one realizes you have power, do you have power? It's like maybe a hundred, two hundred people that live in the TVA that you create. But, 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 but they don't know That's you it. exist exactly yeah they think, oh it's so weird three lizards they think three yeah lizards. It's, it's so weird so i <laughs> i don't get the character motivation for this even for renslayer who loves power power mm. the, the the kick of power is the is someone who gets off on power which, which, which yeah. i which i don't i have a position of authority and i have no my if you need a title to convince people that you're worth something then you, you you're really not it's kind yeah. of my gimmick but if you're the kind of person who gets off on power the part of power of it gives you that fulfillment is the ability to exert said power on people who are subordinate to you. That is where the yeah. kick comes from. If you're sitting in the corner going, I'm in charge and nobody knows it, I don't know if you are. So uh, I, I struggle with this part of Rensselaer. Yeah. I, I was like, this is a bit sloppy in the construction. Yeah. I don't get it. He who remains your one crazy guy at the end of time going, hey, look, at, I've, I've done it all. So I'm just sitting here. and yeah. That's interesting. But yeah, sorry. Uh, just, just a part it, I didn't get. No, she has two motivations. Like before she's like, I just want, I want uh, like, calm i want control over all whatever i want everything to all that and then she wants power but my th this scene um i think it's kind of i'm gonna describe it in the same way that we described loki's motivation going from being avengers one loki to loki show loki and this is like the quickest clip show we can get to make a yeah that's the, a good point yeah it, to be the Renslayer that we've never seen before but like we get the concept of because of he who remains because you know uh she's like oh the tv awaits us and we're gonna rule together and blah 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 and she goes through the time door then miss minutes appears is like hey boss want to play chess and he's like no i have a better idea he says wipe her memory he says it's uh, order 66 time everybody yeah, it's like it's it was whatever like theta protocol some forty two or something like 40, that. I think it's forty two. In my brain, because that might be the meaning of the universe. Meaning of the universe, right? Yeah. Um, my thought is now. Remember, he it, now it says everybody's. Yeah. Memory. So it implies everyone in the TVA. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to throw that out there for later because I'm going to come back to it. 
So I does this mean that I, if that because hypothetically because of how this end we could get a flashback or like see the the building. I want to see murderous army Mobius because because we we find he she um Ranslayer led the army. She was the one that led he who remains as army. Um, well, he sat back and just watched everything and played chess essentially with all of them. So there is something there that she believes that she is entitled more to the power than he is because she actually worked for it, which is sort of what she's then saying. Because Miss Minutes, after showing everything, says, "Well, we didn't need him. Clearly, we maybe never did." And then we get the title, and we're going, "Oh wow, what are they plotting?" Because now, I guess these are our two big bads are. Uh, Evil, more evil than than he who remains type thing because we got a sadistic sentient clock and a spurned lover. Oh, they're both spurned lovers in a manner. Of yeah, speaking. yeah, yeah. And we go back to the TVA and Victor enters through the time door and he sees the wall with the many faces of Kang or him. We, it's up for interpretation. Mm-hmm. And uh, he walks about confused and scared and he stares up at that portrait of the fake timekeepers and the multiversal war and. B-15 and Loki and Mobius all catch up with him to calm him down. And Mobius is sort of trying to persuade him that he needs to trust them. And he's like, well, I'm from Chicago. I don't trust anyone. And then Sylvie shows up and it's even more people that, you know, want him dead. And uh, he gets more frightened saying, you know, he deserves some say in what's going to happen to him. And before he can, you know, uh, try and run away, the lights flicker and he realizes, he goes, oh, it's my loom. The temporal loom's causing this. So he's convinced and uh, they then go to solve that. And we go to B-15 and I'm going to have a problem with this show because they introduce a very important character and we never get a name. And this is the the other higher up, uh, just the, the s- lady in the wheelchair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We never get a name. We only got Dox's name because, you oh. know, she apparently was evil. I got kind of a weird, um, oh, what's his name? Daphros kind of feel here. I get that. Just because it was like the one, it was it was this character who's in a, in a chair moving themselves around with a one-armed thing, and the vocal wasn't a traditional accent, and I was like, and she's a bit, she's a bit old. I was like, it, it, it had it had some some wild Davros energy the, the, the for me. Ni- the, the nice Davros. Nice the Davros. Davros. Yeah. Yeah. And, um. She's saying, you know, uh, Docs is being held with all of her followers in the same area and the same holding facility, which is always a brilliant idea when your cult leader is with all of their followers. And uh, the higher up lady says, you know, Docs can be changed and be part of the TVA once again, because remember, B-15, you convinced me in your words, changed oh. my point of view after all. Now, I know I've been kind of about the writing. The writing for the most part is pretty good in this. Yeah. This is a very, very happy go We needed more time for this baby face turn. Yeah. Just have me one person go, she's not all bad, because in a scene or two, she's going to have a hero turn, and we need to make sure that we've set this up with someone going, don't be so surprised. Like, this one literally just destroyed, like, billions of lives. So billions of lives. Without, you know, destroy yeah. all of them that you can. <laughs> we are, we... <laughs> This character is way too nice, way too nice of a side off. I said this in episode two because she is we we get told off screen that she's been put in containment, and here we then go, oh yeah, Docs was a person because we've just forgotten because of Brad and and whatever. 
But uh, we're now with with the A team, the the A plot team, and we've got Victor and Loki and Mobius and whoever. And uh, Victor's trying to figure out if the TVA was made by him, but not him, but maybe him later in the future. And it's all very confusing because time is relative. And uh, Casey and Obi are struggling to get the loom to calm down. And Loki introduces Victor to Obi, and they both fanboy out because. Uh, he's like, oh, Ouroboros. And he's like, oh, Ouroboros, the man who wrote the TVA book. He's like, yes, I wrote this. And I was inspired by a man called Victor Timely from the United States. Bootstrap! Bootstrap! This should be called Which came first? Loki season two, bootstraps everywhere. I love, I love, I love it. It's the, who, which came first? The man who wrote the TVA guidebook, who's inspired by the man who read the TVA guidebook, or the man who read the TVA guidebook, who's inspired by the man who wrote the TVA guidebook, who read the TVA guidebook? My brain is bleeding a little bit, but I'm, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. It, it, order 42, whatever it was, protocol 42, erase everybody's memory. Yeah. And then plant, look, yeah, yeah, I sent this to you. And so as a result, I th- something in, there's something in this. And Ouroboros says, it's like a snake. Oh, my own word. Tail. Now, granted, I looked at <laughs> I was looking up to spell it for the for the episode art for episode one. I came across yeah. it, but I'm like, it's a little too on the nose when you have to explain your your uh, your your imagery. Um, I really hope that there is a heel turn coming for. Uh, I'd love it. It'd be so funny for Ouroboros because no one, save for a very select few, will see it coming. Yeah. And the more breadcrumbs they drop, the more excited I'm getting. It was kind of a little weird theory in episode. Um, between episode one and two, when we when I sort mm. of postulated it, now it feels like the, 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 every episode there's a little bit of something that you know. Do you remember when it was like all oh, the loom? It's out of control, and then we come it's back to an episode, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's okay right now." And I'm like, "We've missed something." I felt like we were flinging shit at the wall, but the shit's now starting to like make a cohesive plan. The the, the danger is what happens if it doesn't, and that's the thing. What happens if it's still giggle. guilty of all these things, yeah. and we're we're connecting the timelines that they never intended? It's the danger of services like this, where we go, "What if this means this?" And then we create stakes that the uh, <laughs> the screenwriters could never really come up with. Um, I, I've accepted that sometimes my theories are wrong. Um, and like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I I can joke about it in the future. Uh, Wonder Vision was the most like egregious for that, but that was also just like this show's writing in general. Those two, yeah, it was like a movable object meets um like whatever force. Like it that that was that was doomed to fail from and, the beginning. And you've just been really interested in the idea that we can we have theories, and theories are yeah. fun, and it's fun to sort of put your stakes. I think it's going here. Now, if it yeah. doesn't go the way you want it to, it doesn't mean it's bad writing. It no. just means it's not where you would have taken it. Mm. Um, that doesn't mean it's necessarily good writing, but but we can't automatically disqualify it as bad because it didn't meet what we expected. And that's why some of these shows that get so big, so, so, so big, um, end up having these really disappointing sort of second halves because we all build up, especially if it's lore-heavy shows like Lost was the original, I think. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Breaking Bad, I imagine. I'm not a Breaking Bad person. Maybe even Doctor Who. 
Oh, definitely, Doctor Who. You look at like the 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 fight, the last season, all that stuff. Or the, I don't I don't know where you got to with like a certain reveal. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm 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 way back, so don't go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ti- the the timeless child. I keep hinting it like really pissed people off just because it wasn't what they thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. And so it cannot be what you think it's going to be, and that can be okay. You know, like, oh, okay, maybe it would have been better, but it doesn't mean the thing that they mm. gave you is bad. It's like uh, it's like if you go to the hospital and you're hoping it's a boy, and then you get a girl, yeah. you're not like oh i hate this it's not what i was expecting we thought we saw this on the oh this no no it, it, it's something different it's something di- they might disappoint you in many other ways yeah. growing up but not now not yet i like being proved wrong with something yeah. like i yeah like i know what was it uh, a soaker or whatever you didn't watch that but there was going oh they'll probably do this and then they didn't it went you know what i'm glad yeah i'm glad to be proven wrong well, sometimes i'm a fan of wrestling and wrestling is yeah. the ultimate where do we think this is going and a bunch yeah. of times they do something it's called a swerve a swerve is when you don't see that coming what and as long as it lines up storyline wise i think wrestling fans are more inclined to go oh i like this to the point where we do go every now and then wwe it's okay to give us what we think like have the story end the way we think it's going to end every now and then that's okay mm. but for the most part we're pretty much conditioned to go i like it when i don't see it coming yeah. So, uh, yeah, it seems that's something that the wrestling fandom actually, by its very nature, seems to be okay with that maybe more contemporary don't. And that's probably because there's a limited lifespan on these shows. It could, whereas wrestling, you can always just reinvent it. It's 52 yeah. weeks a year storytelling. We've gone to Star Wars. We've gone to Lost wrestling. and Gaming Thrones and wrestling. Let's get back. Look at all these timelines yeah. diverging off. Let's get back <laughs> to the sacred timeline. So uh, Sylvie breaks up the bromance and says, well, how are we going to fix this then? And Obi and Casey tell everyone that they have a plan with a model, but it's not perfect because he only got one coat of paint. Boo, not funny. And um, one of them will go on the gangway. I actually kind of like that. (laughs) But I mean, Casey, what's Casey's point? Casey better have a point in the last two episodes because it just feels like they've gone, here's a character. There is a point uh, uh, when I first watched this where Casey does something. Or, oh, oh no, Casey! Casey's gonna have like a oh. a, a, a a moment. No, no. Someone's um, got to turn heel. Someone in this yeah. group has got to turn heel. And I think I think OB's the logical choice. I haven't discounted Casey because we're because people like me. I think we're looking at OB. No one's looking at Casey. Well, I look at Casey and go, "That's the fun. That's the funny guy from the good place. He can't do anything wrong. He says funny <laughs> things." Uh, so one of them will go through the gangway and they'll load the uh, the multiplier into the launcher, like in an, in episode one, and it will dock the loom and scale all of the branches that were created when someone killed he who remains, created the branches and ruined Obi's life. Oh, that could be a little crumb. Every everything he says feels like yeah. a little crumb now. Yeah. Uh, so now the connection between uh, the multiplier and the loom is because the rings of the loom aren't wide enough. So they need to make the rings bigger so more branches can fit through. But there's one problem: there's too much temporal radiation, and that more than there was in episode one. So Mobius says, you know, Loki's really got to hoof it this time because it's his turn, and we get little funny bickering over who gets to go and who's blah blah blah. And um, meanwhile, while all the bickering's going on, Victor, you know, he investigates the loom and asks if the loom's temporal decay is because it's outpacing the multiplier's capabilities because he had the same problem with his loom until he made the little orb thing from the previous episode. I've said so many buzzwords here. But essentially, all you really need to know from that is 
Loom don't work because of thing. They need to make another thing. And he brought he brought a thing, and can we get the he thing to attach thing. to the other thing? So a doohickey. You got your magic doohickey. Yeah, that's what I also said that. Uh, so you've got your MacGuffin. We've got our MacGuffin. Let's let's do a let's double egg MacGuffin. A double yep. egg MacGuffin, and um, we will see where we're, we're about. We haven't had any McDonald's product placement yeah. in a couple episodes, so uh, we we need a new one. We need we absolutely need a new one. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, we we had a nice Sprite product placement somewhere in here, but um, mm. yeah, it's all right, it's all right. Um, yeah, you know so what? They need to integrate. You, them. you know what I like though? I like that this actually gave episode one a little bit more purpose. A lot of this gave episode one purpose. I, I appreciated that. I didn't like episode one so much. I went, okay, you're just yeah. writing yourself out of a corner is kind of how we rephrased it. But mm. this is like any piece of writing where you have to see something go well once or wrong once. And we're going to repeat yeah. it later on in the movie or the series, or whatever it is. So we're already familiar with the process. So when it goes right or wrong, we know what's happening, what's occurring. Hmm. So uh, we've seen this go correct. We've seen someone enter we, and we've seen this go fun. right. Yeah. And it feels like now we've got the dream team. So now it should go yeah. really right. It'll be it'll be perfect. Happy ending. And, you know, it'll be it'll be two two episodes. Then we'll have a good time and then we'll end on a high note. And uh, Moby, Lokius, uh, sorry, Mobius, Loki, and Sylvie leave them to work. And Mobius says, you know, it's I, pie time. Let's get pie. I really dig this, though. I dig yeah. that our three main protagonists, arguably, have to yeah. go into a room and not be involved. I thought this was such an interesting. And, like, What do you do when, because heroes by their very nature are prone, and villains and antiheroes, yeah. they're all prone to action. They're not prone to this, like, sidekick duty. This is like... Yeah. What do we do now? They moved up from junior varsity to varsity, and they're like, oh, we have to sit on the bench now? I, I don't understand this. So I, I dug, what do, what do you do when there's nothing to do but wait? And so we get this conversation. Yeah. And uh, Sylvie's getting pissed because, like, every... She says, you know, everything's turning to shit, and you just want to leave, you know, he who remains Victor timely and, and OB while they go and get pie. And she's saying, well, it doesn't matter to you because the branches are dying. That doesn't matter. It's just another day at the office for Mobius. And, you know, you found out you were a variant and you didn't even check to see what was taken from you. And it just lines on the monitor to him. And uh, it just doesn't matter. And she she goes off. If, and, if, if we can um, unpack this for a minute, actually, yeah. it's a really interesting argument. So Mo, and something that Loki maybe could have done more of a job of going is sort of explaining because because we had yeah. the first part of this conversation. We, which we is, know his his reasoning. Why yeah. haven't you gone? Because he goes because if it's really good, I don't know how to live with that. So by doing this, he's able to compartmentalize. He is him. I work at a TVA. Yeah. Whatever the ever the guy does, it doesn't really matter. But 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 this is me. I, I, this is who I know to be. You know, this to his personal life is like going in, and I don't want to smash it and see that the uh, the timekeepers are just giant lizard robots. I I I want to believe that I have glorious purpose. Yeah. And so, but but from her perspective, it's like yes. But if you do that, once you go in and realize it, you'll see these timelines for what they are. There's that old sort of um, quote that one death is a tragedy, a million deaths is a statistic, and so. As long as he can keep himself distant from this, then these timelines disappearing become kind of abstract and not um, not not real. They're not organic. Yeah. They are just synthetic copies. The lives aren't real. The lives are mistakes. We are just fixing the mistake to make sure that what we perceive or have been told to be legitimate is exactly that, although he is in flux on that concept. So it's a great moment because I understand both people's arguments. Yeah. 
and therefore this is no, where the joyous right stuff comes. Is yeah. going, yeah, I mean, this is where where Liam and George would be going. I don't like this because there's no there's no clear to find <laughs> right or wrong. We'd be arguing both sides and going. Yeah. It's a really interesting perspective to be placed in. And then between these two competing ideologies, you have Loki. Yeah, and he's he's seen both. He understands both. Yeah. He's experienced both. He because he knows what he could have had. He knows what's been taken from him, and he knows what he needs to try and save for everyone else. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, we talked about Renslayer earlier, and maybe I didn't. Mm. Uh, show it should be coming in a second, but um, yeah. they've both had that vision of their past versions of themselves, both where they lose for different reasons. And the effect it has on Loki is that he somehow finds, pardon the pun, humanity, which we'll talk about as a nice little line mm. in a minute. But with Renslayer, she just goes into, it's like Westworld, she goes into her attributes and turns all her evil stuff up to 10. Yeah. And it's like, oh, all, all right, you weren't, you, you, you weren't, you weren't a badass. I'm changed um, now. In, individual enough yet. So here, yeah. here, here we go. So back to, back to pie time. Yeah. So Sylvie storms off and uh, Loki follows and Mobius is sad. And before we get to pie time properly, we go to Docs and X5 and X5 or Brandley gets all pissy about being captured and tries to rally all the troops to get their lives back. And Docs tells him, just cut this shit. And he di she digs into Brad for fleeing and making a life from timeline, but also just selling out Doc's plan to uh, Loki and Mobius. Because, you know, if he didn't sell them out, he they would have her plan would have worked. It wouldn't have worked, but it would have worked in her eyes. And uh, Brad suggests, you know, maybe we've actually earned their lives and Docs doesn't believe it for a second. Maybe she's good after all. But in different ways, she's not. But like the the show needs us to believe that she's good here. Mm -hmm. And B fifteen enters to try and reason with Docs to protect the TV and get her help. And Docs doesn't believe her. And uh, B fifteen gives her the ultimatum and leaves them to mull it all over, saying, you know, you can join us and we can move past this, and you can just help the TVA and fix what you've done wrong, or you stay in here forever. She goes off, and then we go to the pie room, and Sylvie's walked in by accident, and Loki tries to explain Mobius's reasoning and, like, choice for not seeing past his existence, and they start to bicker about the reason that Sylvie's actually back at the TVA, because she's like, well, you you begged me for help, and I followed, and I don't even want to be here. And um, Loki suggests, well, it's because you couldn't kill Timely that you're here, and she says it's because... Timely was scared this time, and he who remains wasn't scared. Or maybe it was because he was, and she was just too enraged to actually see that he was scared. It's a nice, I mean, fun thing, because yeah. it makes all, all of us go, what do we remember him as? I remember yeah. him not being scared. I remember him yeah. being quite, quite Boy, zen. happy about it, yeah. Yeah. This is, because he's like, I'll see you soon. I know, I, I know what's going to happen. We're just going to repeat it again. Mm-hmm. And um, Loki then, and I put in brackets here, I'm sure Ian is smiling, reminisces about Thor 1. And uh, mm -hmm. he's, he, he just goes, you know, I thought you, he, uh, Thor had gone soft when he went to Earth and he started caring about the people. But you know what? I was wrong. And Sylvie says that Loki's putting a lot of faith in, in Victor and Obi and Casey. And she brings up Docs and all the branches and people who died because of the TVA. Mm -hmm. And Loki tries to rebut all this, and he's saying, well, yeah, but the branches were saved by Mobius and B-15. Other people helped try and fix what was left over. It wasn't all gone. Look at the people who have still been able to stop what could have been worse. Oh, it's a real slippery slope, that argument. 
Uh, yeah, I don't we know. Did if one, that's we did work. one good thing, therefore. Or I get, we, we stopped the bad reasons. thing from being 100% effective. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Sylvie starts to suggest, you know, they made a mistake by not destroying the TVA and starting from scratch. And Loki says, well, yeah, you burn it down. That's easy. Destruction is easy. But trying to fix what's broken is hard. Hope is hard. And Sylvie kind of relents, but just like not willingly. And she says, well, if Timely saves the TVA, we can hope the TVA can turn and design good. So we can hope that Timely doesn't turn into he who remains. And that's a lot of hope. Mm-hmm. And that's all that they have left. And um, she's like, okay, it's great. So what? We show him everything behind the curtain. We show him all the power, who he is, and just send him back to Chicago with nothing. And Loki thinks it's kind of a good idea so they can watch him and protect him. And she says, oh, so just interfere for good. And she doesn't really believe it. And she says, you can't, oh, no, sorry. Loki says, you can't give people free will and just walk away because you've done that. And it's up to us to try and protect the timelines. And it's up to them to do better than he who remains. And he's kind of just sort of parroting in a different way what he who remains said at the end of season one saying, yeah, this is up to you guys now. I chose you guys to do this. And I think, I think the psychology for, for Sylvie, at least, is she's going, he wanted, he who remains wanted this. He ruined our lives to do this. I refuse to, to willingly do that because that's what he wants. Yep. And Sylvie then says, well, that just sounds like you're playing God. And Loki stops and sighs for a second and goes, well, we are gods. As he walks, walks out. Walks away. Away. Yeah. It's a badass exit line. It's a good, oh, it's a good line. Yep. And uh, Which is because I was sitting there going, yeah. to you, I was sitting there going, you are God. <laughs> you yeah. are. And then he said it that way. They've been mentioning it a lot recently. I was like, like damn straight, yeah. Norse gods, yeah. And uh, we go back to Doc's and our crew and Brad's trying to convince them that yeah, they'll just prune us. We'll, we'll, we'll die. So we can't trust B-15. And Doc says, you know, that doesn't mean that she can't be trusted because even if she doesn't believe the same things, she does trust B-15. Yeah, says she's honorable. Yeah. 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 And uh, a time door opens, and it's Renslayer and Miss Minutes. And uh, Renslayer says she tries. She's lying through her ass, and she's like, you know, B fifteen's trying to take over the TVA. She's going to have all the power, and I don't want that. And Docs doesn't believe it because Docs has like a, at least a crumb of sense. Well, also, now. she's going. I've seen the series for this point. This doesn't line up with this character at all. Yeah, no. This character is not ambitious. Honorable. Not. Yeah. Am- There's other people you could have mentioned, and and you could have gone all. Yeah, Loki this, and Sylvie want to rule the TVA. Yeah, they're yeah. They're, they're they're corrupting, you know, the the uh, all sorts of stuff. And you know the person that just fought you and foiled your plan. They yeah, want yeah. to rule the TVA. Yeah, they want to rule the TVA. Look oh, at them. Yeah, Look at what they did. So easy. Yeah. Oh, and, and and the hard part became that it was a whole mass of people, and it was just Doc who spoke for the entirety yeah. of them. And what that does is you're going to sort of present this as some sort of a, uh, genocide's too strong a word, but the, this sort of mass killing. And, and martyrdom it, is the right word, but it's just because they're all dying it, for, a, for a cause. But it doesn't really matter because I only know one. Yeah. And, and, the, and, yeah. and the one was like, was was committing like a genocide just two yeah. episodes ago so you need to give me at least a, a multitude of faces we can cut to looking in fear before anything happens oh i i just felt this was this was a lazy part i don't know if it's the right it's probably more so of a direction and going mm-hmm. and going you know could we have even if they don't have lines could we have had a couple of faces we kept coming back to throughout this 
even from a direction point of view, because I I'm it's kind of the writing and kind of like the way that the scene is played out is because yeah. everyone except Docs is uh they're they're not in focus. And they're still not in focus when a thing happens in like two seconds. Yeah. And it's because it, we're still focusing on Docs like, and Bradley. Good one, bad one. Doc, yeah. Brad. That's all we have. And I'm like, no, there's yeah. a whole bunch of people. And if, because otherwise it, it, it limits it to one person dying, which, 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 mm. which, which it isn't. It's because that's the, supposed to be the whole thing here. And so I'm going to jump to it because uh, we're, we're beating around the bush here, but uh, Renslayer. Or, or the box, so yeah. to speak. The box, yeah. Uh, Renslayer kind of gives us a timeline as well of like the last two series. Like, I've been gone a couple days. Yeah. Mere days. So she should have leaned into this a lot more. Yeah. Like this is like we had millennia of, 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 of control and I'm gone for two days and the place is about to blow up. We just kind of, I, it makes me also think because obviously like we're going, oh, wow. Loki went really far into the future of the TV. No, he didn't. He went like maybe 24 hours. And I find that really, I find that really funny. Yep. Um, and she's like, well, it's all falling apart because, you know, you let it be driven into the ground by variants. And uh, she says, anyone who helps Renslayer right now to take control of the frame, they'll, you get a, you get a life from the timeline. And that's when Brad starts to perk up and he's like, oh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow blindly and loyally because whatever. And Miss um, well, Minutes. It, it was, do you, want, yeah. do you want to die or do you want to be a movie star yeah. again? I mean, of those yeah. two options, it's, it's pretty appealing. Yeah. And Miss Minutes goes into the torture device from the Breaking Brad episode and encases everyone in the cube again. Which was great because we've seen yeah. this before. We've seen how it works, so we don't have to actually we don't actually see it really here once it, it once it gets created. It made me appreciate the two the first two episodes a bit more because I was going I think I said I was like, if this all was like pulled off and like if this was ma- yeah yeah if this was just uh, oh i i've, the I've first cre- time we created see the magic doohickey here and it's gonna yeah. do this thing for this one purpose right when i need it and only right when i need it it's kind of what i hated about dungeons and dragons uh the, the movie um but <laughs> you know you, you should just say, oh we have a zibaza for that oh what's a zibaza oh a zibaza lets us get out of the situation you established it a couple episodes before you brought it back yeah. now i think it's really effective and uh, Miss Minutes is, is going insane. She's putting everyone in, in the cube, everyone except Brad, because Brad stepped away. And um, the cube keeps getting smaller and smaller. And Renslayer says, oh, you know, you need to see the bigger picture. And, and Doc says, oh, I have seen the bigger picture. <laughs> Are we saying that Brad was thinking outside the box? <laughs> oh, come on. That's good. It's, it's, that's good. It, no, it's good. It's good. I was just going to say, it's very rare to think that Brad actually thinks any. Well, any no, point. no, no. But I just wanted yeah. the outside the box joke. Yeah. Jeez. And uh, Doc's like, well, how does it make you feel knowing that everyone here would rather die than follow you out that door? And again, that line would have so much more punch if I even knew a single person other than Doc's, because we're still focusing on Doc's face. Let's exactly. And let's break this down a little bit, too, in the idea that Brad's supposed to be traumatized or anybody here. And I'm like, Mm. killing mass numbers of people is what you do. Yeah. So the fact that these are your colleagues, I, I don't think it's real. The only thing is that maybe you have to actually see the viscerality of, of what this suggests. Well, he's also like, again, I'm sure his opinions kind of change because he's like, oh, no, no, this is real. And then he was like, oh, no, it is real because I nearly died. But he's still like in that none of this is real all out for myself kind of thing. Oh, we could play. He was in the yeah. box in a scene. Yeah, yeah. That, that could traumatize you going. I was this close yeah. to this. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And uh, everyone starts screaming in pain off screen because, you know, theater of the mind and Miss Minutes is. There's no way Disney's signing off on this scene. Oh, no. 
No, I, if if this like my brain is like if this is the boys, I'm seeing. Oh, it's the boys. Yeah, I'm. I'm we're, we're, no we're, one's we're walking out of there not coated in, in in just a red sheet of blood. Yeah, I went and saw and Georgia and Carrie last yeah. night, and that was nothing <laughs> compared to what this would have been. Jeez. And Miss Minutes is having a great time. She's smiling because she's insane. And we go back to Brad, who's the only uh, Brad who remains, and he oh, joins Renslayer. Nice. And we go back to our trio of nerds of Obi, Casey, and Victor, and they're, they're putting everything together. And they put, they're put the, the Victor's loom is put into a little pew pew device because I didn't catch the name, but it's the little like gun, whatever. And uh, Mobius walks in with some hot chocolate, and Victor gets really excited <laughs> at the concept of hot chocolate. There was something weird here. It's like when he brought the hot chocolate, it like triggers something yeah um not too dissimilar we've mentioned it before to the episode of doctor who where the master doesn't know he's the master yeah and he's so like, oh that, that watch i've seen something like that something before. happens and it awakens yeah. him there's something sinister in the performance there because he's way too pushy like yeah. the fate of the universe of all time itself is at, is, is at hand. And he allows himself to get so demotivated that he ha- has to go get hot chocolate now. Because they're saying. He could have like, asked for a sip. No, I need yeah. to go. This, I think, I think, I hope, bro, this is incredibly l- 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 lazy writing. How do we get him out he of the room? He's excited because it's, because it's, it's, he's excited it's a machine. It's a machine. Like, you have a machine that makes hot cocoa. But again, like, yeah, he's like, priorities at the time. Yeah. Because they're, they're a wise going, man might say into anything. we ain't got time for this <laughs> um i think yeah i think this is the start i think something in i'm gonna come back to this i'll come back to this yeah there but let, let's continue on and we're you know he's saying you know we've got timeline problems and we can't get into the machines anymore my temp pad's not working he's like i really i really just want some hot chocolate so one of the hunt, one of the faceless hunters that probably has a name, but I didn't care to check. Uh, the one that the most important yeah. individual in all of time and space. Yeah, let's let Stormtrooper number four take him yeah. out. The the guy who pruned Mobius in season one, who apologized at the start of the season. Oh, is it him? Okay, so at yeah, least it's, he's, it's that guy. At least he's 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 a what was it? what's the pruner? Is there another name for this? He, I don't know, hunter. Hunter, he's like, maybe at yeah, least he's, he's a, a hunter. hunter of some regard. We've seen yeah, him he's before. He's in the same rank as he's in the same rank as B fifteen. That's all I really know. All right, he gets another time on yeah. screen. He gets a pay packet. Good on him. Yeah. So he goes with Victor to get the hot chocolate as Mobius and the other two try and figure out what's wrong with the temp pads. Meanwhile, B-15 finds the mangled corpses of Docs and her followers off screen and tries to make a call, but Miss Minutes has seen Jurassic Park and does the Dennis Nedry, uh-uh-uh, uh-uh-uh, <laughs> to say, you know, can't get in, no access anymore. And Victor has the, the cup of hot chocolate and he's being very ceremonial with it as well. And he's like, oh, look how cool it is. And he tries to give it to the hunter who drinks it and the hunter gets pruned. And for a hot second... I thought this was Victor's villainous reveal because he was like, "I yeah. need pruning juice." No, it's it, it's it's Brad, but I'll give it to the episode for really making me think. Yeah, these three different moments. Oh shit! I thought they'd laced it. And this was his his yeah. way to bring it. Yeah, um, they continue to play. Who is Victor Timely? Yeah, really. Um, I appreciate that. I do appreciate because I thought the same thing yeah. as you. Because uh, yeah. I, I didn't understand the character motivation. Is it just about watching the machine work? 
uh, because to get it and then not even taste it and go, how successful is it? It felt that felt a bit weird. So I yeah. think if you really wanted hot chocolate, wouldn't you have the hot chocolate rather than mm. give it? Listen, my Brian, I'm like, oh, he's he's laced it. He's done something. There's, and, some, there's something weird. Here. Yeah. And uh, Brad's got the prune stick and he frog marches Victor to Renslayer in this minute. And OB says at the same time to uh, Mobius in case, you know, all the files on the TV are being corrupted in real time. And he makes a joke about uh, like Mobius getting pirated games from a from a dodgy website. Oh, this was. I don't know if they win. It's not funny enough. We need more. We need more stuff for Owen Wilson to do. That's more his style. Um, Again, it's like the, I just, I just want yeah, you ain't got time for it. It doesn't match the tone mm. of look, look, everything's about to end. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then they find this minute's taking control. And Casey is, he's hoofing it around. He's got the hes got the machine. He's plugging it in. He's getting everything ready. And I was like, this is going to go two ways. Casey's going to try and go through there now and die. Or Casey's like done something very devious. And I don't really know. I didn't pick up on this. So yeah, yeah. He, he's just he's just walking around like they focus on him, like taking everything about. I think it's just to show that it's being built. But because of everything going on, I'm like, oh, yep. so not, he, hiding he in plain sight. You can easily call yeah. back to this. And um, a lot of them all run to the hot chocolate spill uh, from the pruning. And B15 says to everyone, and this is like Loki, Sylvie, Mobius, uh, Casey, Ob, the uh, docs and her team are a puddle. And Obi says, oh, well, they need to get Victor Timely because, you know, they're going to open the blast doors. So Loki can, is going to go search now. With, uh, Sorry, back to the Sylvie. puddle for a minute. Yeah. Uh, is this B15? Uh, the number B15, all, yeah. yeah. Performance was fantastic. Perform- oh, she's great. This yeah. could have been done. It was a slow, gradual realization and then trauma. Yeah. And I was impressed by that. Uh, I think B15s felt a little tacked on at times, a little too much of a babyface turn. A little, I thought oh, this, this was this was tremendous. And, uh, and I've enjoyed her arc this season. It's been really, really interesting because it's, it's kind of subtle, and then it yeah, really ramps up at points. It's good. So yeah, there's the two. One is one is B15, and one is Casey, who have both sort of had to yeah. step up. And you have to ask yourself whenever characters get introduced, or if they get yeah. stepped up, you have to go, "Why are you so important this season?" And uh, whereas I don't have a doubt in my mind that B15's honorable because Doc told me was honorable. Yeah. That would be the ultimate twist. Um, <laughs> like I said, Casey's my Casey's my my dark horse. If it's not yeah if it's not ouroboros and uh so brad brings victor timely to meet renslayer and miss minutes and he's like oh oh i'm so glad you guys are okay and renslayer's like shut up i'm i'm in charge i tell me where everything is and he's like what if i don't tell you he's like x5 will kill you very very painfully so timely cools down and he says I think you're going to be really happy about what I have to say then. And I like that he's still, he's still like a bit of a swindler, a bit of a con man here. Like he's still thinking he can weasel his way out. Yeah. And uh, we go to Loki and Sylvie. While also playing with us and going, is this it then? Is is this the turn or is this a con? That's, that's the thing. I'm still like, oh, oh yeah. Maybe maybe this is his plan. And um, Loki and Sylvie are struggling with the elevator and, uh, Sylvie enters the elevator, but Loki can't, so he's got to find an alternative route. And everything's now falling apart. And Obi says to Mo, you know, we're running out of time. And uh, we then see episode one Loki trying to prune himself and find a way. And this is then when we're going, oh, so we're we're catching up with the future. It's all coming full circle. This is the, yeah. This is where things started to um 
trigger is the wrong word because trigger means something different now, doesn't it? Mm. But where things started to connect and I went, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. in place. I went, this isn't what you do in episode four. This is what you do in episode six. Mm. Why are we doing this in episode four? This feels very finale-like all of a sudden. My thought here was then going, oh, well, we've seen what's supposed to happen with the pruning. What if Loki doesn't get pruned this time? Nah, and we're just going to see the foot. Yeah, and I was prove, like, some time things are going to go. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, though. I was underwhelmed. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh it's this. Oh, it's now. I swear, oh, yeah, okay. I like, oh, okay. Lo- we see Loki's perspective. He prunes himself. And we see Sylvie being like, oh, there you are. And that, that never makes sense why she was there. There's Sylvie yeah. asks no questions about why Loki's just pruned a version of himself. Yeah, he's like, I'll, I'll, no I'll, questions. He's like, I'll explain this later. It'll make sense. But we get the answer <laughs> to who the phone, who was on the phone. It's R.B. R.B. was on the phone the Which, whole time. considering the tone of it, and then you cut to R.B. going, hi, how are it, it, it was. It was a bit, like, it's comedic, but I'm like, it totally removes the stakes of, because this is, like, supposed to be, ooh, how important is this phone call going to be? Not really. I kind of I kind of love how how uh, unimportant it is for the sole fact that for the last like 3 4 weeks I've seen so many people go who is on the phone is it Mephisto was it Kang and it's just Obi being like hurry up I kind of love that just cuz someone wasted hours doing that it's a, bit, it's a bit of a red herring isn't it yeah and, and here's uh, the danger though cuz over as we talk about predictions there's a danger when you feel like you've been jerked around and yeah. so I think it's okay because I think we're going, I think the whole four, first four episodes have been a bit of a jerk around. And so yeah. that's my kind of end game on this. But um, otherwise, if it's, yeah, if this is supposed to be the pit, it's a good thing this is episode four. Because if this was episode yeah. six and, and this was the reveal, then I think I'd really be upset. I think that's why I'm okay with it. Because I'm like, I waited just a couple episodes. I haven't waited the whole season for it. And it, it, it's just. And it suggests it's not the yeah. end of the story for this season. Yeah. 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 And, uh, Obi is like, well, we need to take Miss Minutes offline, and to do that, we're going to have to drop all the defense systems, and that also includes the magic dampeners. So Loki and Sylvie look at each other and like, okay, you t- turn off the magic, just turn it all off, because then they get to use that magic. Here's my question. Yeah. The TVA is on the brink of destruction. Why don't you do this forever ago? Hey, people who have magic, could you make this any easier for us? Plot points. Yeah, plot points. Plot points. Yeah. Like, it's, it, that is the thing. You just, you need, because they're only doing this. They go, how can we? We've, we've written ourselves into a corner. How do we, uh, how do, we do this? Yeah. And um, meanwhile, you know, Victor and Renslayer are, are, are still at the stalemate. And she's like, you're stalling for time. You need to stop this. And we go, oh, no, maybe he wasn't. And that's good for us because it keeps us yeah. again on the fence. We don't know yeah. if he's turned or not. And, and this would suggest because she's saying yeah. it. No, no, he's still good. Renslayer yeah. is telling us he's still good. If if the bad guy's like, you're still trying to be yeah. a good person, that's when you go, oh, well, that's. I guess my, my suspicions were wrong. Unless, I judged him. Unless yeah. they're all playing checkers. Exactly. Yeah. And Miss Minutes is like, someone's trying to reboot the system and starts malfunctioning and looking all weird. And uh, she's being locked out and taken offline. And she's like, you know, I've only got mi- uh, moments left, so I've got to tell you something. And she starts sh- uh, stuttering. And then her, like, projection just has, like, X's on her eyes as if she's dead. Yeah. And then she looks like this weird little cyborg abomination. She goes, you will never be him. Yeah. And fades away. And the camera focuses on the many faces of He Who Remains and Kang. So it's sort of very much like that. that's your... That's your barometer now. He knows what he's technically supposed to have been. 
Yeah. And the lights flicker on and off, and Brad's forced to see what's out there. Oh, are we going to talk about how Miss Minutes re re reapparates? Oh yeah, she's just like, "Hi, I'm Miss Minutes," and but she's it's just very like robotic car. in voice yeah. and no, and not 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 really an animation, but more like yeah. like like a, like a, like an like old an school animal, analog like, yeah. kind of the very birth of digital. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was neat. I thought that was it's fantastic. Like, it's almost kind of sinister as well. Yeah, I like because it's so so low tech. There, hey, you know what that's like? That's like it's just been rebooted like a snake yeah. eating its own tail yeah. just speaking of re- things will be rebooted just so. saying Ooh, yeah and uh brad goes to check out what's in the pitch black and loki's just there in the dark saying okay we guess it's a rematch and uh loki's the bait for sylvie who goes inside his mind and uh brad re-enters the room with Renslayer now under sylvie's control and he's like oh i didn't think i'd see you so soon and loki bursts in takes uh victor and brad just prunes uh Renslayer. and i guess that's it because then he goes back into being brad and he's like what, the, what, what just happened yeah i couldn't figure out i'm like who's because i thought one of them was just hologram projecting themselves as brad and then when you realize, okay, no, he, they've just been more He's or less controlled, possessed. Yeah. Is, was this Sylvie's power? Did we, was this from season I, one? Yeah, yeah, because there's, uh, I think it's the second episode in se- uh, season one where, like, uh, Loki keeps having to fight different oh, people. At, like, the Walmart thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, I think B-15 has it as well where it, like, goes inside her mind and yeah. she starts controlling. Yeah, that's a good and, point. I, uh, I forgot. That yeah. could have used a bit of a refresher, actually, yeah. in some capacity. Uh, I don't like even, to have gone inside his mind. Even, even at the McDonald's, if you could have had her like turn into one person yeah. for two seconds, and then gone, don't do, well, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want. And then we go, all right, this is her power. Um, yeah. This point, I start freaking out because I go, all our villains are gone. Who's, who's left? Next? Who's yeah. left? If it's, if, it's, if it's not Victor's reveal, who's left? Because we've lost Ms. Minutes. We've lost Renslayer. I'm like, hang on. This is only Dox episode. The cultists are dead. Yeah, this is only episode four. What is going on? And we 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 get to to the to the temporal loom room, and Obi's like, "You need to sh- like you got to put your head in here now to open the blast doors." And Victor uh, obliges, and um, Loki's like, "Okay, let me put put the suit on me. I'm ready to go." And Victor says, "You know, it it should be me. Let let it be me." As opposed to see episode yeah. one where they're fighting about who shouldn't who shouldn't do it. Yeah. Now it's everybody wants to do it. Mm. And uh, Victor gets the suit on and Obi's sort of running him through all the stuff he needs to do. So you gotta gotta run here, do this, press the green button, do that, run back, make sure that you, you have enough time and blah blah blah. And Victor's like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. And um he's like, it's time to be brave, time to be brave. And he keeps saying it and building himself up and like, oh, this is the good Kang. He's gonna he's gonna save everyone. And Loki's like I believe in you. He's going to fix it. You're going to fix everything. And he runs out. And I want to say that he he runs all the way and he yeah. puts it in and fixes everything. And the world's back to normal. And the next two episodes of everyone having tea and crumpets and having a good time. He gets turned in sp- into spaghetti immediately in a very kind of violent, awful way. Yep. I love I loved that. I felt I- they overplayed that joke in episode one, and I'm okay with it now. Yeah. Because I didn't have to have someone. If they'd repeated the joke, I'm not sure I would have dug it. Mm. This one. So, because it was just, I remember it from episode one, and then this cuts up, I'm like, oh, shoot. Now, he immediately steps out. We could ask if the two greatest scientists in the history of time and space might have found some way to read the radiation levels and gone. 
we knew they were higher, but going will the suit withstand that? Surely they would they would they would they would be able to know that. But this is more this is more impactful for a viewer. So yeah. Yeah. And I've got two little things in my brain right now because um the we're gonna we're gonna step outside of reality for a second into the real world and from a production side. Uh Jonathan Major's trial has been moved to November. Yes. And yeah, my brain then went because this was I found this out after I saw the episode, and I went, Oh, okay. This is a really easy way to wipe him from reality and make him a new person it is, played by someone else. It is, but you would need to have two episodes worth of stuff yeah. in the can. Exactly. And then my brain went. Oh, this is this is like a really easy way to have all of those variants well, in the same. Yeah, let's get to the end and then we'll talk about yeah. these sort of theories. So you know, everyone's stunned in silence, uh, as am I. And um, oh, this going, is like know, this is the this is the biggest thing they've done, which is weird. It's just a TV show. Yeah. It's the biggest thing they've done since the snap. Oh, definitely. It has this set, like it's it's the silence, the shock of everyone. I really feel it. And then you keep waiting for something else to go right. That's going to well, we'll do, and nothing. And all you're doing is nothing. watching everybody wait for oblivion. Yeah. And we we see the entire all of the branches just like combust and explode, and the blast is just heading towards everyone, and they're preparing and stunned silence. And Mobius is like shaking b15 is is almost crying and we just focus on loki and and his face and it gets as, whiter as the light and whiter. Yeah, yeah. yeah it gets whiter and whiter and he looks away right at the end and the music's blaring and it just it just stops and it lingers on that black screen for a bit yeah a long time and then we get the credits it reminded me i keep bringing up that this episode of doctor who okay go ahead um, remember when we did the Pandorica opens and he's like, the universe is going to explode and yeah. like die and everyone's celebrating and cheering in the fire and it just cuts. Yeah. It's that same thing. I'm like, I don't know where we go from it. Where and do I we was go from here? begging for the refuge, the solace, the post credit scene, post credit scene, something, <laughs> something just like a, let's go back to McDonald's for a minute and see the guy like yeah. handing out fries and we go, oh, or let's see. Let's see the watcher. Let's see something. The joy we got at least with uh, Infinity War was everyone was like really upset, but there was this moment of like hope where Nick Fury calls Captain Marvel and we go, oh, wow. At least there's someone who could save it. There's nothing there's here. Nothing. I love it. I love it. No, it's great. And, as much as I wanted, I wanted the comfort. But but yeah. but if I was if I was producing this, I would absolutely go. Yeah. You're not gonna, when I once directed the Crucible, famously, I uh, it, the Crucible ends with the hero dying in the very last moment. It's the very last thing of the of, of the play. And I went, if we get everybody to come out and do the bows afterwards, the impact of what happened is gone. It'll be literally five seconds. And yay! Yeah. Now we're clapping. And I was like, no, we ain't doing that. We're gonna close the curtains and we ain't opening them. And so the cast, I think some of the cast members and the lead especially was like, I want to bow. And I was like, it's not the right call. It's not the right call. Mm -hmm. if, if we're doing something worthwhile here, you'll get changed. You will tell you how great you were, but you're not getting a bow. And it split yeah. the cast 50, 50 half of them. I think really didn't like me for it. And the other half were like, we totally get why you're doing this. I thought it was smart. I thought it was. Yeah. Quite also, 
because the applause the audience gave when they realized what just happened oh phenomenally louder than what we were got as about yeah 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 and i think that's the thing you want hey i'm gonna leave you with an experience and if it's like Mm. i have this pit i was going for how do i get him to walk out with that infinity war feeling in their gut uh i'm trying to think of what was out first maybe infinity war hadn't come out but it was was that idea i wanted to walk out and i think you 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 predicted the infinity war gut uh i had the six-year anniversary today yes in 2017 yeah Yeah. yeah. so um yeah so i so I, i was ahead of it but i was like i want that feeling on the way out where it's like what have i just experienced and um sure i'll put myself in the same measure as uh <laughs> as, as the people at the mcu but no they, they, I, I walked away from this episode going oh okay so uh the only comfort we get is see wouldn't this have been wild if it was the end of the season and you end like this no we spent two years having to go what you do now yeah I think yeah. it's where are we going next. It's, it's or or what, what, the problem is the problem is that you've yeah. got yeah yeah you've you've got another movie coming out in three months yeah so they're gonna have to to figure it out so is there anything else you want to say like two two three weeks actually yeah you're right is there anything about this episode you want to say before we branch into the sort of bigger things or what no that, that I I've put all, all, all my my thoughts and like uh notes about about it like and now we're into big brain theory so why don't you talk about kang's i think you and i are the same but uh from, from what you said earlier i think i think we have the yeah. exact same theory in our head my my brain went to obviously he's spaghetti he's infinite he's thousands of strands at this point and there are infinite realities yep. my brain then went each strand will go into a different reality and i'm gonna be quite honest if i get turned into you know what i'm gonna, I'm gonna be full of rage and anger and want to control and if there are now thousands of different versions of me that have that same end feeling that have been spread across it like a a infinite uh multiverse you know what you can do multiversal water could get full control for each and every variant strand of you yeah that's possible yeah mine's a bit more sinister actually oh i think this is the plan Oh, that I think this is the plan. So when he says I have to be brave, it's because he knows he's going to die, but it's for that greater good. Yeah. I, I think the to, idea of I've that. seen and he can be everywhere at once, knowing mm. what his end goal is supposed to be. Yeah. Bootstrap. Oh, we didn't mention it with the whole pruning of yourself. Bootstrap paradox yeah. there. And bootstrap paradox here. Because this is the origin story for how Kang is going to be across all of time and space and will come together because this was the plan. This was the plan for minute one. Um, this was how he sets up everything to go. He eliminates Renslayer. The only thing I can't figure out is how they end up at the end of time together. I guess that's one version of him and Renslayer. It's a Renslayer yeah. from, 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 from a different reality. That's fine. I can do that. I, I think it's like that thing of every single time you progress ever so slightly, but your goal becomes easier and easier to control each time. So that, it's like that. What's uh? Is it? Is it? Is it's the Matrix? The Matrix. Where it's like we've done this before. We've come here before. We've done this. We've progressed a bit more this time. I am convinced the hot chocolate is is a nesting trigger in him. I don't think he yeah. knows about it until that point, and I think at that point he knows what he is. So everything before this, yeah. I think, is g- pretty much genuine. I think we're gonna find out something happened with that hot chocolate, where that is a an, an awakening point for him, and all of a sudden his consciousness becomes fully realized. Mm. that's my theory my my wonder is where obviously what what's gonna where, where are we going are we having like may is it a universal reboot is it like the, the everything restarts and we 
are someone else is in control this time. My theory is: Do we go back to the start of season one? Well, I've thought of, well, that just implies that 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 They're all time and space begins yeah. with Loki. Uh, did you ever see the Matrix trilogy? I I saw I saw the first one and then uh, oh, okay. someone told me the ending of the third one. I, I kind of br- brought up the whole we've been here before we've done this con- we've done this song and dance. That's it. It's it's season yeah. two. Uh, sorry, season two. It's 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 um the second film. Yeah. He's with that's reloaded, isn't it? The engineer, the controller, yeah. something like yeah. that, and it's him on a. There's a infinite number of screens around him and you find out this is just part of the program that neo shows up and they reboot and they restart everything and that's the way that it usually is supposed to go and i feel like it's the snake eating its tail and we're just we're just gonna start again now where's that start point or where does our awakening point come from and do any of these characters they're gonna realize it uh i don't know is this in a manner of speaking order 42 and it's original i don't know is this the way you wipe everybody's memories by just sort of blowing everything up and starting again i don't know but what do you do when you have two seasons now worth of character development and memories and how how long are we going to be ahead of the game on on these characters for but something's gonna happen there's gotta be a reboot Mm. something has to happen in episode five it's called loki we're not just gonna be watching atoms in space are we yeah I'm sure that there's some kind of reset or there'll be some kind of like my my two things are either time loop or we have like some kind of the 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 reveal that we thought we had at the end of season one where Kang's in control and it's not time travel, but this time he actually is in control. I don't I don't know. But the the possibilities are like limited but also endless, which is weird. Um because mm. my my thought process is episode six releases and then like a couple days later the marvels release and for whatever reason and you can find that out if you really want to and i i'd recommend not because i think it's really stupid that they revealed this but essentially someone at marvel went hey here's the post i'm going to tell you the post credit scene of the marvels and i went okay one don't do that two what you've said is really stupid as a post credit scene i hate that so much if what what if it links to that somehow i'm i'm assuming it's some kind of weird little loop thing but i'm trying to be the most vague as i can vague dude yeah yeah, if if you've seen it and you know what I'm talking about, the, then yeah, you kind of get the 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 gist of what I'm thinking I, about branches. But I, like, I, I, it, I think it, a time yeah. loop's got to be the only the only possible. Yeah. It possible. makes the most sense. There's, okay, there's two po- as far as I can tell. There's two yeah. possibilities. Number one, time loop. Yeah. Number two, they they all sort of awaken in a white void. Yeah. And we go, what is this? Oh, it's the, and you can explain it. This is the place where time does not exist outside of time. It's, oh, that was the end. No, that was the end of time. This is outside of time. And you can sort of have that thing. And I think the only character who can lead you in that would be Ouroboros. I think he's the only yeah. one who can have that sort of, uh, Mystic. Welcome to my domain. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- this was my fail safer if he who remains appear. You'll, you'll counter he who remains, but yeah, I, yeah it's just really weird um because i'm making sure i don't think of comic stuff because obviously the comic has all these different fail safes but we're outside of that kind of branch i mean in essence this is my brain goes this is a this is not that it was planned oh you know unless it was planned this is a genocide that's that 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 dwarfs what thanos did oh yeah this is the end of everything at least Thanos, at least Thanos, and I know that's supposed to be Kang's thing, like Thanos, like, yeah. <laughs> get ready for this. But but at least Thanos, there was a principle behind it. 
we don't have enough resources. I can get on board with that. You know what I mean? This one's chaos. This is control. I don't understand. I don't don't agree with you, but I understand how someone could go. We don't have enough resources on our people we have. Here's the easy thing to do. Hello, Thomas Malthus, wherever you are. Um, (laughs) You know, we're just, we're just, we're just going to sort of, we're going to prune for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, This is, yeah, this is powerful to take a power, which I'm not sure Thanos Mm. was. Thanos was like power for the sake of um, affecting change. Yeah, like some a good natured thing for power, even if it was driven by like a violent, merciless. Yeah, he like, wants to be an instrument intent. for change. It's not about the glorification of self. It's about at least yeah. the way it was printed in the MCU. I know in the comics, yeah, he's trying to impress death. It's a completely yeah. yeah he, the he, movie's he, got he's it way that. better than the, than the comic books on that one. Oh yeah, comic comic Thanos is, is like kind of, he, he is he is not complex. He is just scary. He's He's Marvel's equivalent to to Doomsday or what it like the DC version, and they went, we're just gonna we're gonna make him purple. Yeah. This time. So, so yeah. So that's so that's that. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, but I'll tell you what. Like if if you're like, how excited are you for the next episode? Like this is this is the high. I'm pinging. Like I I'm, yeah. I'm very much because for, for, for the first time because yeah. the first four episodes I've been a little bit more interested in. I love it. Last, episode two was kind of. Eh. Hmm. What am I really looking for? I guess three, yeah. four. I was like, okay, we're business is picking up, and now I'm like, shoot. Friday seems a long way away, as we record this on on a Sunday morning. I think that's the thing because when we did season one, there was so every episode was like open ended to go. Oh, so where do we go from here? Because the the first episode of season one was there is another Loki that's trying to kill everyone. The second one was you're stranded at the end of end of reality of like an apocalypse. The third one was what, like Loki gets pruned or something. The fourth one is yeah, something like that. Well, they they discover that they're they're all variants, and then we get that whole oh here's old Loki, and now. It's a really interesting point for a, for a series that steered so heavily into the multiple Lokis, yeah. um, for comedic purposes even, or other ideas. If you're trying to save all the time in space, it would have been really interesting to sort of grab yourself a Loki dream team, wouldn't it? I My brain's like, well, because I'm thinking how many people and, and like in that little pruned reality, and we know that that pruned reality is, you know, kind of okay now because they stopped uh, the the big smoke monster from lost yep they 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 quelled that so the question then because you just got a little nation of people that have been pruned in different ways and renslayer is one of those people oh are we gonna forget about that or are we oh, gonna I've totally forgotten that's where you go when you get pruned yeah are we are, uh, have the writers forgotten about oh. that are we, gonna, are we gonna return to that because you, you, you know you know who else is in there all those goddamn Lokis. Yeah. All Richard E. Grant. Richard E. Grant's Loki. Kid Loki. Both the, the the alligator one. How does that work? Because does that that's at the end of time? So can you get there before our our Loki showed up? I have no idea. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll explain some convoluted way and be like, well, actually, if you if you do it upside down and move I, a little I, bit I about, think, you yeah. I was gonna be like, we don't want you to think about that anymore. Yeah, th- <laughs> that was all set up for he who remains. That's it. It was a yeah. way. It was a way to kill characters and not really kill them. So there we are. Well, Renslayer was able to tempad there, so clearly it's in a, it's like an achievable location in some way. Oh yeah, I forgot. Mobius tempadded out of there in 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 season one to to kick the shit out of Renslayer. I forgot about that. So it's a complete. It's a place you can go to. Interesting. Anyway, yeah. So I guess we're all going time time loop or or the void okay uh our, our usual stuff now uh 
what did favorite element or model? There's something we were talking about earlier, and I was like, oh, I think it's this. And then I go, oh, it's, it's totally the ending, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's the ending and the feeling of, I'll tell you what, even like OB's face when when he realizes all is lost. Um, it's 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 the silence, and sometimes, mm. uh, as we heard on a little, uh, what should we call it? Um, sorry, I got a message in the distance. Throw me. That's okay. <laughs> Um. Oh, as we did, we talked a lot about life is beautiful. Sometimes nothing speaks yeah. louder than silence, and mm. uh, it was it was deafening at the end of the episode. Uh, I think it's that uh, honorable mention to the will he or won't he battle weeks we still have with Victor Timely uh, because yeah. uh, his performance is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I'm I'm gonna go like this when I see people online talk about this episode. They don't talk about a single thing other than. Oh my god! I can't believe that happened. Or, and it's like weirdly, people have kind of been the same way that when everyone saw Infinity War and like we're not going to tell. Everyone's being very coy about this for whatever reason as well. Like you got to experience it yourself, which I think is interesting because. Speak, it speaks to something when people are like no no yeah. i won't spoil this because you need yeah. w- there's very few things they kind of get there on but this seems to yeah. i guess be one of them which is good yeah um i knew something bad was going to happen you get that sense you know, it's episode four what what, what you're going to do i don't think it would be this nope and i really appreciate that because now i'm going i've got two episodes of what could even be even worse like consequentially not like in quality but just in the experience the characters will have. And I love that little dread I've now got of where the hell do you go from this? Cause it can't, it can't be good. It can't be happy. And I appreciate that for, for a show, which is very much like said to, you know, be binged or just watched and have interest. It's actually got a lot more interest from me than it has the last four weeks. Yep. So now it's just a um, little grumble. A uh, little grumble. Uh, oh. I think I talked about the scene where the box happens, and yeah. this needed to the the, the babyface turn. I know, I know. I really get if you're going to save this for episode four, we didn't. We really didn't have time for it. Mm. Um, but getting uh, Doc a better um, a better path to, to to redemption besides one speech, and I believe that B fifteen is good. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> cool great is that it is that is that the count um i guess that would be a um a negative and again i i struggle for renslayer's motivation uh not for not for one in revenge in this timeline but for what miss minute shows us so yeah Hmm. i it's doc just her entire it's if the from from the get-go doc's character has felt uh underutilized and underwritten and i think she solely exists for the to create a problem for episode two and then is kind of forgotten about for the next episode and it's only in in the in the fourth episode they go oh we gotta we gotta deal with this because of everything else going on oh i have a really easy simple way to do that and it it felt it felt faceless the whole her her cult it felt so faceless from from the start and it's a shame yeah because 
obviously you don't really know what you're getting with when you start the first season and you but i think it would have been interesting if any interaction that we we remember from the first season could at least like be someone in that cult so we feel like oh wow Look how divide because my 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 thought for this season was it was gonna be oh so it the TVA is the villain it's it's the the it's like civil their civil war in a sense of what what is the right thing to do and I thought that would be kind of where we're going and obviously it's not I was wrong in episode three because everything changed but there is something there that our faceless like moral quandary is immediately solved by just going forget about it. Which that that's more just like a it's the, it's the six episode season that that's the that's the grumble. I would have liked more time to understand this. Character. Yeah, I guess they probably found out that obviously, um, nine episodes and it was hard to keep momentum. And the six seems to yeah. be the, the the number they've landed on. It's their go to. Yeah. I'll tell you what, for having to do stuff like this, when when you pitch me, hey, it's six episodes, I go, yeah, all right. That's oh, all. it's it, it makes life so much easier. That's doable. I I can do six episodes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're four to six four to six down. Yeah, we are at the end of act two, and I don't know where the hell we're going. And that makes me that, very excited. Back to we don't got time for this though. I'm like, okay, mm. so we have to reestablish things. It, it can't just be a one episode, snap your fingers and we're mm. it's gotta be something. It's gotta be something. I hope the effect of this is felt until the final episode. I hope we're still like, like rel- reveling from it or dealing with the fallout. Cause if it's just, you know, we've solved it in give, the first half of the next episode, eh. give me episode six where give me Victor timely's reveal is proper and give me a long yeah. monologue mirror, mirror, mirror the experience from season one, episode six, but rather than them having control, have them be helpless now because yeah. you got to deal with what him. you've created. Yeah. Oh. And so he's like before they had the power and now he'll have the power and they're just sort of a, ca- a literally yeah. captive audience. Oh, give me that. Give me that. That's, that's, that's what I want us to head towards. God, I hope so. Uh, but that's been episode four of season two of keeping it low key. I've been Ethan. And I've been Ian. And you know what? Even if you listen to this Monday night or just Monday, we can all agree that tonight is definitely spaghetti night. We'll see you next time.